Hey guys, this is the C3 Church Malmo podcast. I am believing God will speak to you today and that a greater level of faith will be unlocked in your life. For more information about C3 Church, go to c3malmo.se. God bless. A missional life, that's a series that we're in. Uh, to go out, a mission. We're on a mission, right? We're on a mission. And, and I was just standing here in worship thinking, Jesus has done so much for me. I was just so moved by, wow, he's saved me. He's redeemed me. I don't deserve his love. But he's, he's taking care of all my sins. And I can now one day look forward to spending eternity with him completely free. And that just moves me to want to tell everyone else around me that doesn't know about this, they can have this freedom as well. So I want us, as we, as we sit in God's presence today, as we sit here today, let him do a work in our hearts so that we are moved to compassion to actually reach out to the people in our world and tell them about Jesus. Because I don't know about you, but I think... Maybe the word mission or evangelism or telling people about Jesus might be a little bit scary to you, uh, but I'm hoping that today through my message that you will have more courage and more faith to step out and tell people in your world about Jesus and that you will have the tools to do that. So that's why I just absolutely love this series that we're in, that this is like the core of my heart. This is, this is why I'm here in Sweden. This is why I'm alive, is to tell people about Jesus. That is my whole purpose in life, is to tell people about Jesus. So this series is like my passion, missional life. And I remember, it's more than 10 years ago now, I went on my first, well, official missions trip. Uh, so... I went to Brazil on an outreach, and on this outreach, they, um, before we went out, they prepared us, and they did an altar call for three different groups, uh, the musicians, and then the preachers and teachers, and then if you call, felt called to um, missions, in, uh, evangelism. And for some reason, I found myself in that third group, uh, going forward for a missional life, being a missionary. And I was standing there in the front, and I was crying, but not just like tears running down my face. I was sobbing. I was crying hysterically. So much so, I couldn't even get a word out. I was just like crying. And eventually, when I managed to get some, a word out, I was praying, and I said, <sighs> and I was crying, and I was saying, oh, God, I don't want to be poor. And that just surprised me. What came out of my mouth was, I don't want to be poor. I didn't realize it until then that I obviously had this idea in my head that if you are a missionary, that you are going to be poor. And I felt really bad at the fact that I didn't want to be poor for Jesus. Like That was my whole issue about taking the step forward on a missional life with him is because I was, I don't want to be poor. 
And I think maybe God had a little smile on his face when he heard me saying that. And he's like, no. I just felt like God saying to me, you're not going to be poor. Um, and God has really blessed us so much that we, I am on a mission. I'm, God has sent me from South Africa. We've moved here. We are on a mission in Sweden. And we are not poor. God has blessed us so much. It's unbelievable. So maybe you have some preset ideas of what you think a mission is about, what you think a missional life is about, that maybe God wants to change today. Maybe that is not really the whole truth of what a missional life actually looks like. So I'm hoping that God will do a work in your heart today to have the true meaning and idea of what a missional life actually means. So today, I'm hoping that you will have less of an anxiety to actually step out in faith and speak to people about Jesus and tell people about God. So the main thing I want you to take away for today uh, is that you are a representative of God here on earth. You are his representative. You are his ambassador. And he has empowered you to go and tell the people in your world about him and his kingdom. So that is what you, I'm hoping for you to walk away with, an empowerment to tell the people in your world about him. So the title of my message today, like I said, we're in the series Missional Life, and the title of my message is A Missional Identity. So we are, like I said, representatives of God's kingdom, and we go into this world with courage, but also with compassion. And I'll unpack that a little bit more today. And the main scripture for this whole series, and I, again, just love this scripture. It's out of Romans 10, 13 to 15. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on him unless they believe in him? And this is a very good question. How can they believe in him if they've never heard about him? And how can they hear about him if no one tells them, unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? Now, I want to tell you today that you are sent by God to go out and tell the people in your world about him. Someone needs to tell them. How will they know unless someone tells them? Because you might be the only person in someone's life in your world that knows Jesus. You might be the only opportunity they ever get to hear about Jesus, to encounter him. And, and that might feel like a really big responsibility to you right now if you hear that. Like, oh, wow. And you don't maybe even know where to start. How do I do this? But the good thing is, just to take some pressure off, is that the mission doesn't actually start with you. It starts with God. It starts with God and his radical love for us. So he is the one who saves people. We can't save anyone. God saves people. We are just God's ambassadors. We just represent God to other people. We are there in other people's lives here on earth, and we use every opportunity that comes up 
to tell people about Jesus, to tell them about what he has done for us in our lives. And we do this, and hopefully through today's message, you'll learn how to do this in a, a natural and a compassionate way. So to have courage to tell people about Jesus, but also to do it with truth and compassion. Because I think sometimes... There's a chance that you can do more damage than good by the way the message is delivered. So we will speak about that a little bit more. Um, But the thing is, even if we might mess up sometimes, God is still bigger than that. So don't, don't let the fact that you're scared of messing up or saying the wrong thing keep you from telling people about Jesus. Because God is bigger than your your mistakes, the mess that you make. He's bigger than that. He can fix it. So you just need someone to step out. And I'm going to tell you two examples of some things that you, um, stories of where it might look like you've messed up, but God stepped in. So one is, I got permission from Kala, and uh, you. There's a lot more to this story, so you need to speak to them. I'm I'm just taking a glimpse out of the story, but I just. Carla and Natalie, they're um, part of our church. Uh, they, um, they're, one of the, they're the youth leaders, some of the youth leaders. And I'm just so encouraged by them every time I spend time with them. You walk away there like so on fire for God, like all the stories they tell you about Jesus, what Jesus has done in their lives. They're so bold to step out. and They have so many stories. So if you need some encouragement, just spend some time with them. And um, so he, he told me um, this story in this week um, where he, he's been asking God for opportunities to step out more in faith, to use his gifts more. And then there was an opportunity arise, uh, that arose, and he was standing outside um, the cinema waiting for Natty, his wife. And there was this other man there as well, and he started talking to him. And he got a word, well, he knew what this man's name was. Well, he got this idea of what this man's name was. But he didn't want to actually, he didn't have, he didn't actually say it to the man. So he was a bit, uh, and then the man got a bit irritated and um, by their conversation, and he just left and he walked away. And Kale went and he said, oh, Lord, I completely missed up. Give me a second chance. And the man came back again. The man then returned, and Kala got a second chance. And it turns out that the name that he got for that man was actually, in fact, that man's name. So God, even though you might feel, oh, you don't use the opportunity correctly, he can still, he can still move. You know, he can still use you. And like I said, there's a lot more to this story. So you need to speak to Kala to hear the rest of it. Um, And I have a similar story um, where I've been praying for this Muslim colleague um, at my work. Well, my previous job. I'm not working for church. So I I worked there until um, summer, just before summer. And I've been praying for her for salvation. And I've had here and there opportunities to sow little seeds. And um, then just before summer, she got really sick. She's struggling with some issues in her stomach. So much so she couldn't drink any coffee. She couldn't actually eat. She could eat very, very little. She lost so much weight. And um, 
Then I've been praying for an opportunity uh, that God gives me an opportunity so I can pray for her. And that specific day, she went down to the villa room. So that's now a, a room where you can rest because she was not feeling well. So I'm like, oh, this is my opportunity. I go downstairs, and on this door, it's closed. There's a sign, Uptagen, like, do not disturb. And I probably stood outside that door for like 10 minutes, like, should I now knock? Should I not knock? Should I knock? Should I not knock? Eventually, I got the courage. I knocked, and she didn't answer. I had to bang down that door because she was sleeping. Anyways, so eventually, I went in. And I asked if I could pray with her. And she was very open. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to pray. And then it struck me. I haven't actually thought this whole process through because I had to pray in Swedish. She can't understand any English. So we always speak in Swedish at work uh, at uh, the hospital. We only speak Swedish. But it's one thing speaking in Swedish. It's another thing praying in Swedish. I've never prayed in Swedish before. So I'm like, oh, okay, Lord, how do I do this? Um, I was just thinking that. And um, it was, needless to say, a very, very short prayer, like maybe two sentences max. And it didn't feel, and it was a very broken Swedish, Swedish-English uh, mixture there. And I just felt like I completely ruined my opportunity. I felt so bad. Like, God, this was like the only opportunity I would probably get to, to show her that you are real. And now I completely just screwed it up. Anyways, I left, left the job. Um, and then um, last week, they asked me, I went in again because they needed someone to um, come in to help them out. So I went in and she told me, oh, she just needs to tell me that since that day that I prayed for her, she's never had a problem with her stomach again. She drinks four cups of coffee a day, and she has no problem. So God, even though I thought I completely screwed it up, he can still use that situation. And she's telling her Muslim friends that God has healed her. And I'm telling, and I, make, and I made sure that she knows that it was Jesus that healed her. So it is like God can, God can use you if you just step up, uh, step out, even if you make mistakes, even if you don't really know what you're doing. He just needs someone who's willing. So God can do anything. And how will they know unless we tell them? Someone needs to tell them. So that brings me to my main scripture for today. It's out of 2 Corinthians 5. So we are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God is making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. We are Christ's ambassadors. We represent Christ wherever we go. So an ambassador, what, what is an ambassador? An ambassador is authorized, he's an authorized representative. He acts on the behalf of a government in a foreign country. And the main task of an ambassador is he represents the values and the ideas 
of the kingdom that is from to the kingdom where it's in, where it's been sent to. And normally an ambassador works out of an embassy. So that is like a, a micro kingdom within another country. So you are placed in another place and you bring that kingdom into that, that country. And Paul speaks here in 2 Corinthians. He makes that, um, he says that we are like God's ambassadors. He puts this idea that we are sent by God to represent the ideas of God's kingdom to where we are at in our, in our places here on earth. Wherever we have been positioned in, here on earth, wherever we are in our workplaces, in our families, we are representing God's kingdom. And the church is our outpost. That is like our micro kingdom, our embassy that we're working out of. So, 2 Corinthians 5, God, we, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. So, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. So, we are God's ambassadors. So, simply put, what an ambassador does is he represents the values of the kingdom where he's from and the cultures that's in that place to the place where he's been sent. And every one of us, we are an ambassador of something. Maybe you're an ambassador of Apple products or of some political ideas. Every one of us, we, we represent something. We stand for something. We promote something in our lives. But as Christians and believers, we are first and foremost called to promote the kingdom of God and what, what the kingdom stands for. So it doesn't matter where you live or where you find yourself, you can make that place as it is in heaven. So that might sound familiar, like Justin said as well, our um, um, vision for the church is in Malma as it is in heaven. That's our vision. In Malma as it is in heaven. And we can bring heaven here to earth. We can bring heaven here to Malma. You can bring heaven to your workplace because you are ambassador for Christ. And there's a picture on the screen now. Um, with we create little pockets of heaven. I've showed this picture in one of my other preachings as well. But it's the idea of this is that Jesus, when Jesus came to earth, he brought heaven to earth, right? And so we had earth and we had heaven. And when Jesus came, the two kind of overlapped there, heaven and earth. Because Jesus started doing miracles. He started healing people. He started setting people free. Uh, people rose from the dead. He brought heaven here to earth. That's what Jesus did. And when he rose, he sent us the Holy Spirit that is now living inside of us. He's living inside of us. So we are going around creating little pockets of heaven wherever we go. We tell people about Jesus. We love on them. We pray for them, we pray for them for healing, we set them free. We are God's representatives wherever we go. So think about your colleagues at work. 
and your friends or even your children that don't know Jesus, you have an obligation, obligation to tell them. How else will they know if no one tells them? Someone needs to tell them. They need to know the truth. Today, this uh, truth is so relative. Like people are like, oh, you know, this is maybe true for you, but it's not true for me. Uh, this is how I live my life, and you're not supposed to say anything about it, right? Um, your truth is not maybe my truth. But I believe people are looking for the real truth, and that is Jesus. Jesus is truth. And that is what people are actually looking for. He, they are looking for an answer, and the answer is Jesus. He is truth. So we are Christ's ambassadors. We might be the only opportunity that that person gets to know about Jesus. So it's our obligation to reach out to those people. And Matty and I shared um, a while back uh, about uh, this uh, idea about reaching to the people drowning in the water next to you. Like when the Titanic sunk, when it went down, and there were people drowning in the water, um, there, there were a few lifeboats around that weren't even full. But there was only one of those lifeboats actually turned around to go save the people drowning in the water around them. Only one returned. And I want to be that lifeboat to go back and save the people around me drowning in the water that do not know Jesus. Someone needs to tell them. We are Christ's ambassadors. We need to represent Christ to the world around us. And as an ambassador, we have a different authority as well. You have received authority from Christ. You have the rules, not all the rules apply to the ambassadors. I, my dad, oh, when he was still wo working, he went on a work trip to Brazil. Ah, oh, Brazil, again. No, to Berlin, sorry, it's also with a B. Berlin. <laughs> and um, in Berlin, so one of the guys he went with, he was originally from Mozambique. Um, but his brother was uh, the ambassador the, for Mozambique in Berlin. So he came to fetch them with his embassy car. And he was, and my dad still talks about this trip. He, that was his favorite trip ever. This guy drove them around Berlin and they could stop wherever they wanted. They get out, they take pictures. The, the traffic rules that normally would apply to other cars did not apply to them. They could stop wherever they wanted to because they were driving in an embassy car. They had a different type of authority, a different rules apply to them. That's the same with us. So we are Christ's ambassadors and we have authority from our, send, our sending country, from, from heaven. And as ambassadors of Christ, we represent a different culture to the world around us. And we are authorized by the king, that's Jesus, to represent his kingdom here in this world. And we have the Holy Spirit to help us do that. That's what he does. He's making his appeal through us. And as an ambassador, we also have a different culture. Like we have ambassadors normally have dual citizenship. So they have two 
citizenships. The same as with us. We have a citizenship here on earth where we are, but we also, we're also citizens of heaven. So we enter this world um, and this culture, but we still have our true alliance is actually in heaven, a heavenly culture. So we live in this world, but we have a different viewpoint from where we live our lives out of. For example, um, the culture that we're in, maybe they don't, um, maybe they don't like strangers that much. They um, immigrants, they maybe don't accept immigrants. Sweden's pretty open to immigrants, but there are some some people that might not. Um, favor them so much and maybe think they're stealing their jobs or for some reason don't want them here. Um, but as, as people living in God's kingdom, we are called to have a different viewpoint. We need to see people around us through the viewpoint and lenses through which Jesus sees them. And he wants all people to be saved and in, brought into his kingdom. So we seek the lost, and he draws people to himself. So we are called to go out and make friends with those people that no one else wants to make friends with. Reach out to those people, the immigrants that no one else wants to do have anything to do with. And in order to do all these things, it's going to take boldness, but also sensitivity. To tell people in your world about Jesus... It's going to take boldness from you, but at the same time, also sensitivity. Because the thing is, if we only have boldness, we go out and we tell people about Jesus, um, but we lack sensitivity, that might actually push people further away from Jesus instead of bringing them closer. Um, when I lived in London, there were um, sometimes these people with posters on the street corners and they had these loud microphones and they would scream over them, repent or die. And I don't know how many people actually responded to them, but if we lack the sensitivity, we might actually push people further away. But on the other hand, if we have sensitivity, but we don't have boldness, then we might fall into the trap of compromising. We might compromise. And if we have neither, we might become irrelevant. So that's why it's really important to have both. Both boldness, but also ask God to help you to be sensitive and compassionate. So we have the courage to be bold, while at the same time have compassion and sensitivity. It's a very delicate balance. Can the band please come up for me? So we are authorized to go. We need to go into this world and tell them about Jesus. God has authorized us to be his representatives, to be his ambassadors. So this week, I want to challenge you to step out and to take up your God-given identity as Christ's ambassador. Like I said, my, the title of my message is your, your identity. You're an ambassador of God. You're ambassador of his kingdom. You represent God here on earth. How will the people know unless you tell them? We need to go out and represent God to this world. And we need to do this 
with boldness, but also with love. We need to be, be sensitive to other people. So practically, what this would look like is I would suggest, first of all, pray. Pray for God. And that's what we're going to do now as well um, in worship. Ask God for the salvation of people in your world. So ask God to show you who is it that you need to pray for uh, that needs salvation in your world. And then ask God for opportunities, that he will send you opportunities. And secondly, ask the Holy Spirit that when he sends those opportunities, that he will give you the boldness to actually step out and the wisdom to know how to do it. That he will help you in that situation. Because God says, you know, you, you don't know what to say or how to say it. But in that moment, the Holy Spirit will be with you. He will teach you. He will show you what to say. And um, I, I sometimes, um, when I tell people about Jesus, uh, while I'm speaking, I'm thinking, wow, that is really good. I should actually write that down. Because it didn't actually come through my head first. I didn't consider it. I, it just comes out, and then I hear it for the first time. There's other words like that in, sometimes that comes out like that as well, without me thinking about it first. But when it's from God, then it's really, really powerful. Um, so God can speak through you. He just needs someone who's willing uh, to step out. So the main thing I want you to take away today is that you are Christ's ambassador of hope. You bring hope wherever you go. And the key to that is that you should do that with sensitivity um, and with boldness. Because Christ has empowered you to be his representative here on earth. You are his representative, and your, uh, your mission is to establish embassies here on earth, outpost of his kingdom wherever you go. So I want you, as we go into worship now, I want you to ask God to bring people to your mind that you need to pray for. People that you need to pray for uh, that need salvation. And that you know that if God has revealed to you that you need to pray for that person, you know that he wants that person to be saved. God actually, he says in his words, he desires for all men to be saved. So you can pray with faith, knowing that your prayer will be answered if you pray for someone for salvation. So I want you, after you've asked God to reveal people to you, I want you to start proclaiming over them their salvation. Proclaim that in the name of Jesus Christ, that person is saved. So as we go into worship, pray for names and then ask God just to help you to proclaim salvation over them in Jesus' name. Okay, so let me pray for us as well then. Lord, I thank you. I thank you that you have, that you have saved us. I thank you for salvation. I thank you for a life with you. I thank you for your great love for us. And I pray that that love that you have for us will move us to action, that will move us to reach out to the people around us. I pray that you'll give us eyes to see uh, the people around us, to notice them, the people that we need to go speak to, the people that we need to pray for. 
that you'll put them on our hearts, remind us about them. And I pray for those people's salvation. I pray as we go into worship now that you'll put people on our hearts, Lord. And I pray for salvations. I pray for more people in Malmo to get to know you, to come to the knowledge of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen.